Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. So I was having like a, I was kind of having a sad morning. Oh, you had a sad a, morning. Why? What happened? I was having happened? a dumpy morning. Guinness, one of those. Okay. Just woke up. Woke up in a, with, in a cloud, in a cloud. Oh. And I went and I got myself one of these, like, they say they're breakfast bars. It's a fucking brownie. <laughs> right? It's a brownie. Of course, it's got yeah. chocolate chips in it. Yeah. It's got oats in it. Yeah, that makes it, that makes it breakfasty, and then you can be like, nah, I'm a health nut. Look at what I'm doing. He's got oats in it. Of course. But he's also got mm, so many stripes of caramel. <laughs> you gotta get something to convince you to get them oats down in your guts. Absolutely. Caramel right? is a wonderful, uh, I guess, uh, what was it? It's a I, lubricant. It's a, it's lube. a health lubricant. Yes, it's a great encourager um, to get the to get the oats in your belly. But I was leaving the coffee shop, uh-huh. and I there was a homeless guy on the street. Right. Right? And he turned to me and he said, hey, man, did I get some of that brownie? Right. I said, yeah, man, here, of course, take the brownie. He takes it and goes, <laughs> now I got your brownie. Now I got your brownie. <laughs> and I was like, I think I met a gremlin. <laughs> I'm very happy that it all worked out for that guy. (laughs) He was just screaming with maniacal laughter, like he, like he entranced me, like he, he He, broke me, and he did. He really, he really, really did. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Welcome to Side Stories. I am Ben. I am with Henry Zabrowski. Of course, uh, Henry is still in Los Angeles. And before we get to the uh, creepy true crime tales of the week, we just have to say thank you to everyone who came out to our shows in Oakland uh, in beautiful San Diego and truly one of the best nights of our lives. We had a chance to perform outside at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. 2,500 fans, people, you guys were so wonderful. So just thank you so much. It was a life-changing experience. It was so much fun to perform upon graves. It was wild. To project a video of a man shitting his pants on an active mausoleum. Yes, that did I can't happen. wait to tell my grand dogs about this. I'm going to tell Wendy <laughs> 3 and 4 about this. Yes. And it, it will live forever in infamy in our minds. What yes. an amazing event. Thank you guys so much for coming and supporting us. Absolutely. And thanks for the Hollywood Forever Cemetery for allowing us to present our wares uh, and entertain the crowd out there. Everyone could not have been sweeter. Um, all right. And I will say the owner of the cemetery, oh, the guy who great. runs the cemetery, he's great. He's a character. But he really didn't do anything too creepy until the very end. And I was I was almost disappointed. But then he saved it. As we were leaving, he's like, and remember, you're always welcome back. Above all below ground. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> awesome. Like, yes, yes. I know. I kind uh, of want my crypt. I kind of want. Because she is literally a crypt keeper. Did he's you see his handsome. fucking Porsche? Yes, I did. He is very he had handsome. A vintage uh, Porsche. It was nice. <laughs> it's very nice. But he's so clean cut and put together. I kind of wish that they could just hire an actor to pretend and they could give him a day rate and be like 800 bucks a day. You just have to be like, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Don't sit in that chair. That's all. It's- Haunted <laughs> like immediately. Immediately. That's amazing. But I love it. You know, the first time we went there, we played at the Masonic Lodge, 
And uh, in this time, that was like our little green room, which was just anyway. It was just amazing. It was so wild. thanks, thanks uh, so much for uh, for all the support, guys. We can't do this without you. I also want to give a quick shout out to hashtag Cut Fifty. I went to an event last night with Van Jones, oh, who's yeah. Jack, um, and uh, Jessica Jackson, and the whole thing is about prison reform. Great! And they just released twenty two hundred prisoners that uh, were under basically over. Prisoned, right? Over uh, they were heavily vetted, and they've yeah. been released. And there's about two. Uh, they are going to release another 2,200 eventually. And it's a really cool organization. And I learned quite a bit last night about prison reform. Well, that's wonderful. And of course, we cover that extensively on Abling's Top Hat. Give that a listen. And it's called Cut Fifty because they want to cut the prison population by 50 percent, right? What? Yep. We have more imprisoned human beings than any other country on the planet. And if you even cut it by 50 percent, it is still more than any other country. On the planet. USA all the way, baby. Of course, we yeah. don't. the Chinese don't tell us, but we're not going to get into that right now. Who has more in prison? Because that's a Cold War all itself. But it's the, very interesting. We're going to talk about some people on this episode that probably should go to prison, I think it's safe to say. That's the whole time I'm sitting there being like, I mean, like, oh, this is well and good, but we kind of still got to keep, like... There's certain people I think could probably stay in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's some people that have done some things yes. that probably could keep them in there. Like, yeah. I don't know if we're going to be like, now, ladies and gentlemen, the new redebut of the Golden State Killer. He's Here he is, and he's on Fallon. <laughs> he's coming to Fallon. Like, I don't think that's going to work out. Honestly, if the Golden State Killer did go on Fallon, Fallon would just play a game with him. That's mm-hmm. all that would happen would be like a funny version of Plinko and everyone would be like, oh, isn't that nice? We are we are so close to that, by the way. I was talking to my Uber driver, as I always do. And yes. because I flipped the script on them. Oh, you want to talk to me, the passenger? No, oh, I'm flipping oh, yeah, the script. I'm fucking, I will out-talk you. Absolutely. I will talk you to the point you will drive this car into oncoming traffic. Absolutely. And he and I both agreed it is just a matter of time. OJ and Casey Anthony, the reality show. What do you, gonna happen? I'm going to say 2020. I think 2021 or 2020. What? I don't know. It really depends. I think that, well, Casey Anthony is now positioning herself, right, because she apparently has a self-produced movie. She has a couple of production companies that are trying to make a movie about okay. her life that she's supposed to make almost Cinemax style. I think she's going to go a little bit into adult entertainment. I yes. think she's going to pose nude. I think she might do a couple of uh, pornography films. Yes. I think she might do that. I think she might have another daughter. I think when no. she has another child, I think she will. And I think that will all position her into doing some form of media push. I think that she is just about to have a television show, and OJ is right around the corner. Right around his the like, corner. His like Dave Barry esque old man friendly Twitter account. It's is, crazy. It, it is full on dystopia. It really, it really is. And you know, as soon as the economy collapses in like two thousand one, two thousand two, I think that's where we're gonna, we're going to start seeing it once everyone is. Fully engaged in like massive depravity and just being like, nothing is going right. Everything sucks. Now it's time for OJ and Casey to lighten the mood. Well, when we, it's the perfect time, especially in a deep recession. Yeah. For this kind of morbid entertainment because it's anything that's different than your current reality. And seeing these, like, it's a new thing to be mad at. And eventually being mad is just going to be another form of being entertained. That's Absolutely. Kind of we're at already. We're already close uh, to oh, it. Oh, for sure. We're just, yeah. So that's why Twitter exists the way it exists. That's why why the media is so successful right now and why Donald Trump is president and why he will continue to be president is because these people are addicted to being upset. And so th- we are going to see this. It's all going to happen just for the rage it's tsunami a, it's that a, will happen afterwards. Absolutely. Rage is a, is a very monetized emotion right now. That is definitely going to happen. But let's get out of this country and reality television. Um, let's talk about what happened in Canada. So evidently this story is totally crazy. And this is honestly a side stories alert. Be on the lookout. We got two folks on the run. Now, this is a this is a story that is developing, so we don't have a lot of details. Right. But apparently, two lifelong friends, and this is reported by the CBC. Two lifelong friends previously reported missing are now suspects in the homicides of a young tourist couple gunned down in northern British Columbia last week, as well as in the suspicious death of another man whose body was found near the friend's burnt-out truck days later. RCMP, that's the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Oh. They said Tuesday that Cam McLeod, 19, and Briar Schmigelski. Yeah, I believe it's Schmigelski. Cam, Mc- Cam McLeod, 19, and Briar Schmigelski. Briar- Shemelsky, 18. 
are suspected of shooting Australian Lucas Fowler, 23, and American China Dees, 24. The couple's bodies were discovered along the side of the Alaska Highway south of a popular hot springs tourist destination on July 15th. Four days after the bodies of Fowler and Dees were found, McLeod and Schmigelski's burnt-out truck was then discovered near the community of Dees Lake, B.C., more than 470 kilometers away from the first crime scene. Now, I'm not really sure yet, and eventually... Well, and, and the also, body of an identi- and the body of an identified man in his fifties or sixties was found two kilometers south of the truck. Now we they have not really released why they are connected yet. No, we don't know why they're connected. They haven't yet. released. So right. it's a total of three pot- potential murders. Uh, the body that they found of this fifty or sixty year old dude totally unidentifiable, completely burned up. So they don't even know who that dude was yet. Um, and people really have no clue what the hell happened here. It ter- it seems like just a massive surprise. This is according to Sergeant Janelle Showit. She says, we are asking the public, if you spot Cam or Briar, consider them dangerous. Take no actions. Immediately call 911. Um, and everyone that knew these kids... Uh, I guess they were like a little bit problematic, but overall, it doesn't seem as if they were like kind of like it wasn't crazy. Shemelsky said on Monday, speaking a day before his son uh, and friend were named suspects. This is his father. He said uh, they're just kids on an adventure. They're good boys. Obviously, that uh, doesn't seem to be playing out uh, in their uh, in their favor right now. It's it seems highly out of character. We don't know what exactly happened. Uh, they just graduated high school. They just spent five weeks working at Walmart together. They're two best friends. So right. they're working at Walmart together. They got sick of doing it, apparently. And then they went on like some grand road trip to search for adventure. And according to the father, uh, Al Schmigelski. Schmigelski. Good, strong name. Good, strong name. Oh, yeah. He said, um, they, it's like, he said, they're just kids on an adventure. They're good boys. And it's like, I don't, we don't know yet. We, we don't, don't know, know what happened. They were last seen, uh, I believe, at a Home Depot. Uh, they don't know what they were purchasing, but they were shot on a, one of these, uh, like they have those, when you go to a self-checkout, mm-hmm. they have cameras on the top of it, and they got a picture of them, and then two of them, one looking like, kind of looking like J. Allen Hynek. I think it's Cam McLeod. He's got the Van Dyke going on. And what I love is is that he's wearing a Cthulhu shirt. It's like a super cute, like, kawaii Cthulhu shirt. Right. And I love how they try to describe the clothing of this shirt. It's being like, Cam was last seen with a shirt <gasps> bearing the likeness of Cthulhu. Whoa! It is an ancient monster <laughs> bent upon the destruction of humankind. Like, like, I don't know. Everyone's saying that apparently everyone's so scared and BC that they're all hiding inside of their homes. I guess so. <laughs> and I understand that you are scared, but they are still, they are children. Well, they're, but te- they're 18 and 19. Those are some pretty scary ages. They have the power of an adult and the mind of a child. They're master Ugh. blaster all in one. And again, going back to this sort of being a surprise specifically for Schmigelski's family, uh, Carol Starkley, that's his grandmother, uh, said again, the boys were just going on an adventure. She says, quote, he was a great kid. I really enjoyed having him. The only thing that seemed to point to a potential for violence, I guess, is a post that he put on his Facebook page, but this was in 2015, and I really don't think this is any connection whatsoever. I think this is just a joke. Shemelsky updated his Facebook page in 2015 with a poster that depicted a handgun and the tagline, guns don't kill people. It's mostly the bullets. So I, I just think it's a Canadian joke. I think I it's think them it's just being, they're just fucking, whatever. They're just nerds. They're just these, nerds. These two little nerds. But, uh, uh, they said that they're, they're, they were a huge fan of the game League of Legends. Oh. That's what we know about them. Uh, and they said Briar was really quiet with people. He uh-huh. was really loud spoken in his friend group, mm-hmm. but pretty quiet in general. Okay. We don't really know what the connections are yet. No. I want to find out how did we get to these two kids. Absolutely. But poor Al Schmigelski, he's now described himself as 
likely now the most hated dad in the country. Oh, that's sad. You're not you're not Mr. Shemelsky. Shemelsky. He said the family's trapped in their homes oh. by a bunch of people with just hockey sticks. I, I don't guess know what, so. Let them leave. Let they them can leave, leave their homes. Absolutely. And of course, that is why, because these kids don't seem to have a checkered past, that is why initially the cops were like, I guess we have another potential homicide with these two missing kids. But as it turns out now, these two children are potentially going to be charged with the murder of three folks. So maybe these kids just got a Bonnie and Clyde bug up their butt. And we're just like making love to to each other. They could be making it could be a little broke back mountain situation. We don't know. Literally, we know very little. Um, But maybe they just went on an adventure. They wanted to go on an adventure and they found themselves in nothing but trouble. They got in way over their heads and are probably currently, let's be honest, probably scared shitless. Absolutely. have no clue what they've just done. What I will say to Cam and Briar, if you're listening to this right now, if you happen to be listening to the show, listen to this. You turn yourself in because if not. We're starting it right now. The rumor, if it's not true or not, you guys are kissing each other in a hotel room right now. And there's right? nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. But if it's something that you're either proud of and you want to tell the world <laughs> that you make love to each other, or it's something that would highly embarrass you as an 18-year-old boy, just know for a fact you're just a 2 million people just heard that Cam and Briar are K-I-S-S-I-N-G uh-huh. in a tree. Oh, my. Um, and, and that's it. That's now proof. Perhaps a double tree, indeed. The old double yes. tree hotel there. Yes. Well, Making anyways, love to each other. It, it very well could be a Bonnie or more of a Clyde and Clyde situation in this case. Oh, I'm not sure who the Bonnie would be in the relationship. We'll have to figure that out when they come forward and proclaim their love for each other. Great I think strategy, it would be beautiful Henry. Great strategy. If their, if their love right. could make them show the world right. how no one understands them, mm-hmm. fucking do it. See, this is do why it, I, you do have the genetic makeup of a police officer. It is so ingrained to your core, you should just be a sheriff and just be like, oh, come on out. Unless you're kissing on each other, and then they'll be like, "Oh, we're not kissing on each other." <laughs> we're right. not kissing. I we're got not another kissing. one. I got, got another him. one. Got him. <laughs> Homosexual fear does it again. <laughs> I I feel like I will be one of those honorary sheriffs by like Steven Seagal lawman. Yes. Now, how are you going to? You can't just be leader and only member of the slime gang and then get deputized. I, I don't think it really works that way. I start hanging out at cop bars. Start being friends with cops. Okay, then if you and eventually they're like, he's a good guy. Oh, this guy, he's a good guy. He could be a cop. cop and then bars. you get everybody drunk, really, really drunk. You know what I mean? They got a couple extra badges, and they give you one. Yeah, Except you are then le- not legally, but if you have a real cop's badge, you can pretend to be a cop. You know, I almost asked directions from somebody who was dressed like the cop from Walking Dead. Uh, it was this woman at Comic-Con, and I was like, oh, my God, how the hell do I cross the street because it's such a colossal pain in the ass? And I really was about to approach her and just be like, oh, ma'am, how do I get there? But then I realized uh, she was she she was dressed in character, and she was not an actual officer, um, so she did not have the power to help me. That's dangerous because she's been like, yeah, sir, I guess, uh, you know, but I tell you what, you've broken several laws. You can go, oh, no, oh, no. no it's like, no. now the only way you get out of this crime is you're going to have to eat my pussy. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. To, all of a sudden, you're flipping it. You're the one who's getting hard now. Oh, my. Horrible. Horrible indeed. All right. Well, this next story, speaking of male genitalia, uh, this mm-hmm. is sort of right out of the Jeffrey Dahmer files. This is a cooler was found, uh, and this cooler happened to be filled with male genitalia. This takes place in Phoenix, Arizona. So evidently, uh, these folks open up this cooler, and they found a head sewn onto a mismatched body, a bucket of limbs, and a cooler filled with penises are among the items that the FBI agents found during a raid on a Phoenix body donation business. This reminds me of how, like, my mom had, like, we have three refrigerators yes, in the house. Yes, of course you um, have to, because you have to have all the meats. Because when, when there's a meat sale, you got to get all the meats. That is what later. my mom does. My mom just banks it. She will, like, she'll call me and be like, Henry Thomas, you know they had lamb leg of lamb on sale <laughs> for seventy five cents a pound the other day at Costco. So I bought three, and then put them into the freezer for when you come home. I was like, I'm not coming home for like six months. Right? She's just like, 
Yeah, but then it'll, oh, it'll keep. It will you keep. Know, like, that's what she does. She just, I, I've talked about this on the show. She just believes that if you freeze it, it's good forever. I, you know, I, I honestly, it really is good forever. Unless, of course, you're a human being. I actually, this story is crazy to me because I didn't realize. So this place was shut down. It is a biological resource center. And it's We've special- covered this a little bit. We've talked about these little dinky dinks over the last couple of years. This is a new thing now they're doing where it's yes. like these are private enterprises private where entirely. they bank human parts. They get all these parts and they sell them to hospitals. Well, and they also, so in Arizona, there's no regulation on this, which I will say, I'm not, you know me, I'm not like Mr. Pro, we need more regulation all the time. But I would say, <laughs> maybe in this one case, <laughs> maybe we want be. a little bit of maybe. over. Just Maybe a little just bit. One eyeball. So on the the pita sales. It's the, happening it, in Arizona. It's literally the body parts industry. Maybe just just to put your toe in and just be like, so uh, what you guys doing? You guys sewing heads put, to different bodies? Listen, hey, um, I put my toe into this issue. Um, can I get my toe back? Is there a return <laughs> policy? So there are at least four body donation companies currently in Arizona, in addition to a nonprofit cryonics company that, quote, freezes people after the day they die with the intent of one day bringing them back to life. That's cool. It, I mean, it is cool. We don't, I don't think it's ever going to really work, but in FBI- Right now, these are just refrigerators, though. There's a lot of talk, but uh, until the other side happens, this story is just about fucking Ed Gein's freezer. It really is. And this is not the first time that cops or the FBI have gone in there and been like, what the hell is going on? In 2014, a uh, an FBI agent raided a biological, raided the biological resource center. This is what he said. He said, quote, uh, what I, what he described it as, quote, various unsettling scenes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so what like, they found, it's like many of the body parts he saw were piled on top of one another with no apparent identification oh to my. indicate what bodies they came from or to whom they belong. In addition to a quote unquote cooler filled with male genitalia. Right. S- Sweenar testified testified that he also saw a large torso with the head removed and replaced with a smaller head sewn together in a Frankenstein manner. Oh, my goodness. So he yes. also saw large male torsos with limbs and genitalia oh removed, my. otherwise known as, th- th- they're just like Lincoln Logs. Those are Lincoln Logs. Jeez. Buckets and coolers with various body parts, including a bucket of heads, arms, and legs, this is, I mean, this is where Colonel Sanders would have happened. If he became president, it would have right. turned to this. Body parts piled on top of each other, uh, and then steel freezers with body parts inside with no apparent identification, just willy-nilly. Literally, I- literally willy-nilly. It really does not seem to be working out. And surprisingly enough, uh, after a raid in 2015, a dude named Stephen Gore was actually charged. His name happens to just be Gore. Be so Gore. Naturally, Stephen Gore is in the human body business because that's just the way that themes work. So yes. in October of 2015, Gore tearfully pleaded guilty to conducting an illegal enterprise uh, after accusations that he had provided vendors with contaminated human tissue and used body parts in a way that donors had not permitted. So evidently Listen. in Arizona, this is a real problem. <laughs> it started as just a collection. <laughs> okay, I'm a curious collector. I went on to Storage Wars. Oh. I, this is what I won. And then I just kept adding parts, you know? Because it's like a man needs drive to live. Of course. I gotta have, I have to have something in this life, and Beanie Babies, that hit a dead end. <laughs> okay, so some of you might be asking, what what are these things going for these days? Well, we actually have a full price breakdown. So, if you, have, if you just happen to have yourself a whole body, but with no shoulders or head, that, my friend, that's a big money body. That's 2900 bucks, 2900 American dollar bills. It's big, dude. All you need to do is have a body. That's it. Right? So if you just get several friends to will you, as they go, find a couple of your friends that live the worst lifestyle. Sure, sure. Have them sign up a piece of paper, like sort of like a loose version of a will. Yes. Saying that they get control of your body. 
You're making money. Absolutely. You're making money. So let's say one of your buddies, let's say they were really nice. They willed over their torso and their head, but, you know, no legs. You're going to get yourself a sweet $2,400. That's $2,400. If one of you, it's actually, it's a little cheap, actually. (laughs) I'm actually very surprised. I actually knew, like, a whole foot just 450 bucks. Yes, a whole foot is $450. So this is what Ed Gein was thinking. He was making money on top. This is the thing. What I don't understand about this, all this is well and good. I understand the Oregon donator system is corrupt. This is how, like, Dick Cheney has had four hearts, all this kind of shit. I know that you can just purchase this shit. You can. What really is the point of just buying a foot? Just to like, have what it? What is that foot going to do? Is it just keeping it on ice literally for yourself just in case you need a new foot? I could see. I could see. You never know. Honestly, you never know when you're going to be riding a bicycle and your foot's going to shred off on the on the gravel. You never know. But why wouldn't you just get one of those blades like that one murderer guy had? They're really uh, good Pistorius or whatever. Yeah, why don't you get one of those blades? Wouldn't that actually be cooler than a foot? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's for a museum or maybe someone wants to put a foot on their head. I have no idea. But you can also get for a whole leg if you want, if you got more than just the foot, a whole leg is going for 1100 A whole wow. spine, which I think a whole spine is probably just going to be more used for like a wind chime or something like that. Yeah, you just have a spine. Is it? Are you using it for to beat the dust off of rugs? I have no like idea. Outside? It's possible. That's 950 bucks. A knee, Whoa. 375 and a pelvis is going for four hundred dollars. So those wow. are your th- those are your those are your deals at the old body parts store. Um, oh, so just on my body alone, let me see how much money I'm worth. So if you just carved up my body, yes, really really fast. But we're gonna need a whole leg, a knee. I'm not sure if you, because you're smaller. Whole... Would I be more expensive? Well, I guess you can't chunk it up. Mmm, you would be more expensive. I don't know. Probably there's more body to play with. Yes, it's a bigger spine, it's bigger knees, bigger foot I mean, for sure. If I was har- if I was harvesting and selling your body, that's how I'd pitch it. Yeah. To try to get the prices up. I mean, and obviously. also it's got to be supply and demand, right? So if someone needs one part of my body, they're also going to be my size. I'm in like the one percentile of height. So exactly. they're going to de- I'm going to be like, I bet you I can go for 5K. I bet Another you gonna- uptick. Just another uptick. That's yep. another boom, boom. Yeah, you could probably get. I imagine you shoulders, no head. I would put you at. I'd say I'd start the bid at five grand. Yeah. Okay. Thank and you. And then see if they negotiate me down. I mean, tech- because of your lifestyle. I don't know if they need to look at your blood. No, this is. It doesn't seem like that. Uh- because we will have drained all your blood. Yes. The exactly. one thing that you can't, we can't really sell is your gout-ridden foot. No, no. Although, if you detach the foot, does the gout stay in it? I think, unfortunately, it is like a ghost. (laughs) I think you've made a little fat man Annabelle down in your ankle. I don't (laughs) know. That will travel forever. Oh, maybe, maybe I will. But that's another tall tax. That's another example of the tall tax that never gets discussed. It never gets discussed. I I completely agree. We all have our... Crosses the bear. I don't know. Me. I know. Right from your grave. Move on. Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hot Hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha. Texas Pete sriracha sauce. And I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of chai. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. 
Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hi. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs, and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt, and I love planting things myself. And fast-growing trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. Now I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Live from your grave. All right, this story. I want to talk about this. This is a fucking sad story. So, for, well... 
Again, maybe we could regulate some of this human body part sales at the same time. I'm a free market person, sure, so it does sure. what it's got to do. Um, again, because you never know when you're going to need a foot. You just and never know. We're going to sit and we're going to damn these companies when well, one day they might show up and be the one thing that we need. I have got ugly well, feet. I'm not going to get the cameo numbers that I need for people to buy videos of my succulent feet. I don't right? think that it's my good, I go and I get my feet replaced. It's an investment in me. It's an investment in my business. Yeah, but if you go in there and you're like, oh, I need to buy a penis, and then they just open up an igloo cooler, start rummaging yeah, right. around in there. It's you. We got in here like flapping around. Yeah, just, like, you know. This is no good. This one's too pink. This is one. Be like, yes, give me the one. Give me that one with the curve. Indeed. Uh, so that's a new that's a news to me. That's that section that we call news to me um, when it comes to Arizona. <laughs> I I know the state's a little fun. It's a little wacky. I just did not realize they just have body part stores <laughs> scattered around with no regulation at all. I think it's the coolest thing about Arizona that I've heard. All right. Well, it's up. There. Here's this story. This was done by WhoTV.com. I think this is real from Council Bluffs, Iowa. Uh, remains found behind Council Bluffs grocery store cooler ID'd as those of worker missing for 10 years. This is so sad. This makes me want to blow my brains out. Can you imagine being forced to remain forever at the job that you hate? Oh, in the cooler section. Workers removing shelves and coolers from a former no-frills supermarket in Council Bluffs, Iowa in January discovered a body behind one of them. The remains were recently identified as those of Larry Eli Mario Moncada, a former employee who had been reported missing November 28, 2009. Investigators used his parents' DNA to confirm the identity, and the clothes matched the description of his attire at the time he was reported missing, according to Council Bluffs Police Captain Todd Wedham. Mario Moncada's parents reported their son missing after he became upset and ran out of their home. They said that he was acting irrationally, probably because of medication he was taking. Officers contacted family members, other law enforcement agencies, nearby detention centers, and even the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency had he been deported to Honduras before making his way to the United States. What a sad thing. This really is. So how the hell did this happen? So evidently he ran to the supermarket where he worked. There happened to be about an 18-inch gap. Um, Now, this was between the wall and the cooler. Evidently, he fell in there. They say no one could hear his cries for help because of the sound of the cooler. This no, It is called the No Frills Supermarket, which I do like that they just let you know. That's the thing. Whenever whenever you're in, like, um, maybe a poor neighborhood or something, oftentimes the surrounding area will be like, you get what you pay for, supermarket. Like, it's, yes. it's like, I know, I get it, no frill supermarket. But could you at We least- got yams sometimes. Yeah. That's just the name of the store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't I know why they have it- to, they really lower expectations before you enter the supermarket, which might be good. But this is kind of Elisa Lammy. It right? is, Where yes. It's an 18-inch gap, so... In his upsetness, are we saying that he crawled to go sit? I mean, maybe. Who knows? He could have just sat on top of the freezers as his like, I'm king of this world now. I go up on these freezers. I'm king of everything I see. Yeah. And then he just slid into the gap. I don't really know. Well, Lisa Lamb, if you don't remember, of course. was found on top of the uh, now called the Stay on Main, used to be Hotel Cecil, yep. was found folded up inside of a water tank. And everyone wants to say that she committed self-origami, where I don't know if she did. No, because this is the, the same thing. Wasn't the lid on the water tower? I so know, there's many weird details. Yeah. There's many strange oh, details. And of but course, this is another story. Like he somehow fell in the gap, or maybe he dropped something. Maybe and he tried to get it, and then he slid into it. But the well, saddest thing in the world is the freezers go, and you don't hear him going. Hip, yep. Hip. Well, evidently, that's fucked up. Evidently, so when he ran out of the house, it was also a blizzard. A blizzard was happening. And this is just kind of strange. This is what his mother said through a translator in 2009. She says, quote, he was hearing voices that said, eat sugar in his head. So he was hearing voices that said, eat sugar. She goes on to say, he felt his heart was beating too hard and thought if he ate sugar, his heart would not beat so hard. The blue clothing found in his body in January matched the description by the parents. So there's something going on 
Um, he fell. Also, it wasn't just an 18-inch gap and like a you know a short fall. He fell 12 feet. So yes. Anyway, it, I guess wow. it's good to have some closure uh, for the family. But usually in these missing cases, uh, missing persons cases, we never find a body. So it's just interesting that this is what happened. It's so sad, and I feel like it goes into if you read anything about like the missing four one one, all of the oh yeah. Uh, all of these mysterious uh, disappearances that happen in the national parks. Right. Uh, th- this has been a thing that has been uh, constantly touted by a man named David Polides, uh, That it, And it's interesting to see just how many ways you can just slide through the gaps of reality and just be like, blink, you're just fucking gone. You're just There's such gone. a complicated story where... Like, no one would have found his fucking ass. No one would have found him if they just didn't happen to be ripping that up. It's weird yeah. how how life can just... It, it, I don't want to say it happens with people the way it happens in real life. Because you know how many times I've, like, something happened to me recently. I was missing a very important piece of jewelry okay. that I was given to me. Um, and I was missing it. I, I couldn't find it. And I was nowhere. And I did this sort of, like... I don't know whether it's just weed or it is just blips in reality. Right. Where I'm certain I looked on there. Like, I have a little thing where I could hang my bullshit, like a, like my little chotskis, like a little kind of like a tie hanger thing, whatever, sure. little tray. And I looked at it, and it was gone, and I came back, and then it was just back there. I know right. this is <laughs> this means nothing well, when it comes maybe. to this case or when it comes to missing human beings. But it is strange about how I believe that you know reality is very wiggly and you can just blip and then blip back. The human brain can play tricks on all. Indeed, this is a story about this fire that happened at Kyoto Animation. Thirty-four confirmed dead after a fire at Kyoto Animation. Mm. A suspected arsonist is in custody. This was written by Brian Ashcraft. A fire suspected to be arson at a Kyoto Japan, Japan Animation Studio has left at least thirty-four people dead. This is a beloved animation studio. Yeah, a forty-one-year-old man allegedly seen pouring a flammable liquid at the site and setting it on fire has been taken into custody. They apparently one witness said the suspect was screaming "die." As he lit the fire. Right. Another witness interviewed by the Asahi Shimbum said that she heard the suspect tell the police in response to being asked why he allegedly started the fire. They ripped me off. A backpack and bag believed to belong to the man was found nearby. In it were several large knives and a hammer. The man, Shinji Oaba has reportedly never worked for Kyoto Animation, nor is he directly connected to the company. He is currently in the hospital with serious burns. Oaba is quoted as saying, I started the fire because my novel was stolen by them. He is a real-life, what's his name? Milton from Office Space. Office Space. Yeah. So he managed to kill 34 people. Uh, This really is just extremely, extremely sad. No evidence of any, like, idea theft. Most likely, obviously, this person is extremely mentally unstable. Most likely, he just watched one of their animations and was like, I had that idea, I had that thought, and they're like, we never heard of you, bro. Also, human beings oftentimes share similar ideas and similar thoughts. We're not as unique as we would like to be, and if you want evidence of that, just talk to stand-up comedians about the Dane Cook butthole uh, what was it? The butt itch. D- Dane Cook had a uh, my butthole itches joke, and then there was a bunch of other comedians be like, "I have the butthole itches joke," and then it's they like, fought with each other. A lot of people that do. A lot it's of people a- have one because Parallel a lot of people thinking. have butthole itches. Yes, there's people have butthole itches. Par- Parallel thinking is a massive part of society we're linked psychically it's one of those things we're on a gigantic network so these ideas freely will travel between human beings absolutely this guy was obviously very sick this is an incredible tragedy it really is because these people have lost all of the archives are gone oh 34 people dead i but it's i'm I'm almost amazed it doesn't happen more often you have how often saturday night live steals people's ideas actively it does you go in and audition this is completely real like 
I won't b- put anybody on blast, but I have had several friends who have tested for Saturday Night Live and then characters that are suspiciously similar mm-hmm. to what they were working on end up on the show. It is common practice. Of course. I was reaching a story originally where there was another story that had just come out about a, guy, a man who was working for a production company who wrote a script several times that was this original idea. He sent it in. A movie comes out. The same exact idea. So they do... It steal happens. shit. It they do steal shit, but this is not that case because this man had nothing to do with this company. No, and according to a former firefighter, uh, so how did this fire spread so quickly? Evidently, it spread through a spiral staircase that basically acted like a chimney. So it just spread extremely fast. And um, it took just a matter, it was just a matter of minutes before this entire building was completely engulfed. And they were keeping everyone updated via Twitter. So it was literally like, you know, hearing 25 dead, 33 dead, and so on and so forth. So that is really just uh, ultimately extremely sad because animators, you know, they're not the most athletic. They're not going to be no. able to get out of that building. They're sitting ducks in there. They're working. They're thinking about, you know, what what would this cloud say to this random tortoise? Like they That's have a lot going on. That's why we need on. standing desks. That's a good point. That's why you need a standing desk. I love a good standing desk. I do technically have a standing desk. It doesn't go quite high enough for me, but it uh, is that's a po- the problem. We have the have same you ever desk. Thought about, you ever thought about putting it on books? I should do that. I could use those books for something anyway. Um, <laughs> that would be good. So anyway, that story, it's just sad. <laughs> I don't know. So this guy's uh, a terrible story. Abba is going to uh, obviously face some massive repercussions there. And, but no, uh, it is a terrible story. What a terrible, terrible sad. story. I hope that they I hope that they can recoup. I hope that they can come back. I mean, I believe anybody that attacks one of these creators establishment. It's I mean, it's 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 absolutely brutal. There's no reason to kill people. Don't kill people. All right. Go for they try to sue them. Try to if they sue someone, sure. if a company sue, takes your ideas, you have to set up the president that they took your ideas, and then you try to sue them. That's try the way to, to get sue. them. Go at their fucking wallet. Yes, and no get way. Get that money. No way you'll lose that. Um, and as a matter of fact, <laughs> no, it's not. You might win. I mean, it's possible. It's like you know, you go to Las Vegas, you can put it all on black and see what happens. You know, but no, but you could attack them enough either on the internet if you get enough of ground, if you get enough groundswell yeah. yes. to attack them. It's pretty great. No, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's do this week's hero of the week. this week you know what it is henry what? it's a hamburger isn't that fun <laughs> I, I found I, you know what you choose these stories right <laughs> i know that you like looking for the hero and this is what you wanted to do you wanted to celebrate a non-living entity today and that's fine well okay so for those that don't live on the east coast you you might not know we don't got no in and out burger okay the no. in and out burgers that's a west coast thing but that, there's, I believe there's one in Salt Lake City. Maybe Salt Lake, maybe they've gone as far as Salt Lake City. They're expanding, but they're not here yet. So a New York dude, he was just walking around. He found a pristine, and I mean it. There's a picture here in this New York Post article because the New York Post only covers the most important issues of the day. He was walking in Queens. He found this thing, pristine condition, on the sidewalk, and he said uh, that he was in shock over the case. And he said, quote, 
Uh, his, this dude's name is Lincoln Boehm. He's 31 years old. He said, it genuinely, genuinely shook me to my core. The Santa Monica native and his wife, Dara Katz, had time to kill before they were going to get on this train. So he said it was sitting on an empty block, nearly, it was totally untouched, and he said it was sitting comedically, like perfectly up on the street, completely untouched. He said, this we didn't is touch a, it. This is an in and out advertising. This is like a, a, a weird cultural meme that they've paid for. Could be, could be. He said, we didn't touch it. He continued, we stopped for a second, took some photos, looked around to see if anyone else was noticing, and then walked on. And he said, it looked as if it had come off the grill just five minutes before. There are no In-N-Out burgers east of Kansas City. And Bowman, Bowman, he's a he's an expert here. He said he's had, had over a thousand In-N-Out burgers in his life and called the Dallas wow. delicacy my death row last meal. Isn't that crazy? So, this is advertising for In-N-Out. We are doing free <laughs> advertising. We have not getting paid. I think In-N-Out is fine. I'm going to say this right now. Before you call us shells, I think In-N-Out is fine. I think there are other burgers that are better, better than In-N-Out. I, I actually am not a big In-N-Out fan. I've only had it one time, but uh, it was a little it was a little old. It was a little old. Maybe it was just this my was, experience. This was solved 45 minutes ago. Wait, we're just getting a live update that this was solved yeah. 45 this minutes ago. Solved. What is this? Okay, this Travis. Is, this is solved. Yeah, it was a 16-year-old girl who was flying back from San Diego. And she had it. She had three... In and out burgers. One of them fell off as she was running to a shuttle to make it to Jamaica Queens. Oh my God! We solved it live right here on the show. Where'd this is interesting. The, where'd she get the burgers? What's that? In San Diego. Where'd she San get Diego. the burgers? So she flew to she, New York so with she, them, and she ordered them from In and Out and asked the In and Out employees what was the best way to uh, keep them fresh yeah. on the flight. So they didn't put sauce. On the burgers, oh. uh, and then they packaged. So she took a they, fucking six-hour flight. Yes, with, with she had them sitting on her lap for the entire six-hour flight, <laughs> and she uh, she packaged the vegetables separately and then assembled them when she arrived in New York. This woman is my hero. I want to marry her. I love she her. She is sixteen. Oh, never uh, mind. Scratch it. Scratch it. Uh, honestly, sixteen-year-old, but no, not. Okay, stop. I did not know she was 16. But honestly, th- that is she's tenacious. She's got a good future ahead of her. Because yeah, you wait a full year and a half, and you can make love to no, her I like am you not even. To. No, that was just a joke, Henry, because I didn't even know her age. My goodness gracious. What is wrong with you? No, but she's going she's gonna to be very successful in life. Because that's interesting, because Boehm, this dude in the story, he's like, oh, I've never even seen this happen, because he tried to do that same thing. He tried to go to New York. Uh, from Los Angeles with him, and he says, every time I've done it, it becomes inedible. The bun gets soggy and becomes a yeah. mess. This one just, this one is just in perfect condition. It just felt strange. At first, I thought it was some sort of viral marketing thing. But indeed, it was a tenacious 16-year-old girl who I'm going to say, flip it and reverse it, the hero of the week is the 16-year-old girl. What a great story. Wow. That it's unraveled. Got, it's an important. It's got a point, and it educates, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I Absolutely. have some. <laughs> I have some uh, listener letters I'd like to read. All right, here we go. Uh, you know I love my listener letters, of and I course. have some corrections. I have some admonishments, and I have some celebrations of our work. Okay. In your most so th- so this comes from B. Okay. In the most recent episode of Side Stories, Henry quoted Amber Nelson with regard to meeting people on the internet. You gotta know what somebody smells like. This has prompted a response for me because I have what's called anosmia. Anosmia? Anosmia. Anosmia is the condition of not being able to smell. While clearly not as dangerous as being blind or deaf, it is on par with those things because anosmics are lacking one of the five senses, or six or seven, depending on how you count them. Most people become anosmic after severe head trauma, car crashes leading the list. I wouldn't be surprised if some survivors of serial killers, like Richard Ramirez, ended up as anosmic because of how they were beaten. Others, such as myself, are born without a sense of smell. This is called congenital anosmia. I wish it worked like Daredevil, where my other senses were more awesome to make up for the anosmia. Right. But tragically, my only superpower is to drop hellacious farts with impunity, (laughs) which is honestly kind of worth it. I wanted to be clear that I wasn't offended at all by the quote, but it's an opportunity to educate you guys, and perhaps others if you talk about it on the show, that the condition exists. And you guys definitely enjoy knowing the weirder parts of reality and the human condition, so, so there you go. The point is, I've never known what something smells like, or somebody. 
Not my friends, my family, not my girlfriends, not my kid, not one. And yes, Henry, this means I have no idea what pussy smells like. I can't compliment a woman's perfume. I don't even know if she's wearing it unless I kiss her and I taste it. I don't Ugh. know what someone's pillow smells like. I spend many of my waking hours with my dog who sniffs me all the time, but I don't know what he smells like. Well, this might seem kind of tragic, but it's always been like this for me. But imagine what it's like for the people who weren't born this way. Imagine if tomorrow you could no longer smell Natalie, Henry. How would that impact your relationship? How might it change how you feel about your home with all its sense gone? So yeah, it sucks for me. But I've never known these things. People who lose their sense of smell? I can't imagine what that's like. Well, so to answer right. a few common questions... Yes, I can taste things. No, I don't know if my taste, sense of taste is as broad of yours because I've never tasted anything with your tongue. Yes, I might blow up my house if there's a gas leak. And I learn whether a pussy is nasty by simply asking the woman if she's ever been with Kissel. <laughs> oh, right. We got roast has, mode. Roast mode indeed. Okay. But that's well, really fun. Thank very you, Very educational. Thank you for the very educational. educational. All right. Another educa- uh, here's another educational email. This is from D. I am a clinical pharmacist, and after listening to Creepypasta 14 and hearing all of your frustrations on the ambiguity of unexplained nocturnal death syndrome, I figured I'd reach out to give you some additional insight on what that synd- on what syndrome means to the medical community. Okay. A syndrome is a combination of symptoms resulting from a single cause or a combination of symptoms so commonly occurring together as to constitute a distinct clinical picture. Hmm. Basically, something gets called a syndrome when we keep seeing a bunch of symptoms that seem to accompany each other, but we don't really know the underlying cause or mechanism of disease. There are exceptions, such as AIDS or Down syndrome, but most syndromes are not as well understood. Where this actually becomes helpful is when we are trying to treat the symptoms. For example, can avoid hyperanemia syndrome, which is characterized by intense periods of vomiting associated with excessive cannabis use. Oh my. Is largely non-responsive to typical anti-nausea drugs, even ones used to treat the vomiting caused by chemo. However, hot showers, baths, or rubbing capacin cream on the belly appears to alleviate the symptoms just fine. We have no idea why this works. This treatment would not work for typical nausea vomiting. By identifying the syndrome as the cause of the nausea vomiting, we're able to provide a more specific and effective therapy. Very interesting. Then additionally, by giving the process a name, it allows researchers to more easily identify cases of the syndrome and potentially find an underlying cause. Now, this probably does not do anything to help ease Henry's mind about suddenly dying in his sleep, but I hope this helps clear things up a little bit. All right, he well, said, if I'm- you really want to get fucked up, look up a thing called Steven J- Stevens-Johnson syndrome, where it's basically uh, a completely random-ass reaction you can have to any sort of antibacterial, any sort of antibacterial drug or medication where gigantic rash blow up all over your lips and face. Oh, my. That, that sounds absolutely horrible. Um, I think I saw a video on LiveLeak very similar with that disease, actually. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? The guy playing the guitar. Horrifying. Oh, yes. yes. Very scary, very sad. So sad. sad. Very sad. And I have one last letter. Okay. This comes to you, and this is for you, Kissel. All right. And it really is really nice to hear. This comes from S. My husband and I love your podcast. We always listen to your podcast on Sundays before we have to start a new week of teaching. My favorite podcast themes are your creepypasta apps and your recent relaxed fit apps. That's so nice. Very nice. Both Thank my you. husband and I are special education teachers, and we've heard Ben's reading process over the years. Oh, wait. Both my husband and I are special education teachers, and we've heard Ben's reading progress over the last few years. I'm writing to let you know that you've done a great job of being able to keep your place in the text— not skipping lines or substituting words, Ben. This action shows that you've worked on your reading fluency and comprehension over time. Your hard work as a parent, and we hear you. I love it. Thank you so much. It's a bit. (laughs) It is a bit, but I do love it. Thank you very much. And honestly, thank you for being a special ed teacher. That's very good. It's an extremely difficult job. And there's a lot of kids out there in need. Very sweet. That fucking made me crack up. (laughs) I know that it did, Henry. I know that it did. You laugh at the things that are hurtful to others. Um, No, I love it. Um, All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. And uh, thanks again for everyone who came out to our shows. 
We can't wait to see everyone else on the road. Um, also, thanks to everyone who came out to Hail Yourself America, my little documentary premiere. Uh, wonderful stuff. Very exciting. I can't wait Very to Very proud t- of you. Thank Very you. Very proud of your process, and I can't wait for more people to see this shit. We're going to hit the town with it. It's gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to go on a little mini tour myself with that. And, of course, Henry and I are also going to be doing, doing Just our first a Side ever. Story. Yeah. So our we first gotta- ever Just Side Stories. This is on November 8th no- at the Death Becomes Us Festival in Washington, D.C. Yes, this is going to be a blast. Uh, Travis might actually join us on stage. We're, st- we're still figuring out uh, what the show is going to look like. But uh, come on out and hang out with us. It's going to be an hour of, of just fun banter. And, uh, yeah, we're very fun excited for all the cool things ahead. Banter. Fun banter. Fun banter it is, baby. It's going to be fun. So live your life every day. Yes, you got to. You're not trapped behind the cooler of your horrible fucking job. Remember that love. Absolutely. That you are not trapped behind the cooler of a grocery store. There's something about this story just fucking haunts Well, it's just so sad because you can imagine what's going through that person's mind. I mean, just horrible. It's like, oh my God, it's like being stuck in an audition. Oh, just like that. Other than the fact you get to leave an audition, you're still it's alive just at the end of it. Like it and laugh every day. Uh-huh. You get to spend not trapped <laughs> behind a while you're going, hey, hey, okay. As the noise go over, the, the, the noise of your nightmares, which is the sound really of the freezers is. you have to stock every day. Ugh. Poor, poor man. Um, All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hey, and you got to love yourself before you can love anybody else. That's true. That's true. Love yourself, guys. We're working through it. We're going to do fine. Every day is a struggle. It's a struggle, but learn. You are worthy. You are worthy. (laughs) You, You are worthy. You're like the opposite of Wayne and Garth when they met Alice Cooper. They were not worthy, but you are worthy. They were not worthy. I know. But you are. Hail me. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.